Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Welcome to Twilight Tonic tonight, and in the broom room tonight, we have Marta, where she is going to talk about healing crystals in stones. How are you, Marta? I'm doing fantastic. It's so good to be here with you, Denise. You too. You do some amazing work, and you have helped me a lot with stones and (laughs) crystals. I want you to talk about at least 10 of your favorite crystals or stones that you recommend to people. Oh, wow. (laughs) Of course, you know, my favorite is Moonstone. Maybe we can start off with the Moonstone. Let's start with Moonstone. That's a spectacular one, especially since at the moment we're we're recording right the day before uh, New Moon and the Chinese calendar, which is fantastic. Um, So Moonstone's a feldspar, and it is a cousin to Sunstone and Mm -hmm. to Labradorite also being feldspar. Moonstone is the feminine, female, yin version of those stones. It's that beautiful, white, shimmery. It can also be peach or black, right? We have the dark moonstones. There's a variety. It is really, so just like a female, it's intuitive. It connects. It helps you feel and sense. So if we're feeling a little bit too feely or feeling a little too Mm -hmm. aquatic, emotional, maybe not the best stone to wear that day. (laughs) (laughs) If we've got a lot going on already, we might want to go choose a different one for the day. Mm -hmm. But it is wonderful helping us tune in to what we're sensing and Mm -hmm. feeling, but also to allow ourselves to receive, I think this is a very important part that a lot of people forget, is we are conduit creatures. Yes. We're like radio stations. We receive and we broadcast. So if all we're doing is broadcasting and yak, yak, yak all the time and giving out, giving out, giving out, mm-hmm. we forget that we also have to learn to receive. And Moonstone is a wonderful teacher for that. Oh, I agree. It's, it's one of my favorite stones. It always makes me feel pretty. Right. <laughs> you are gorgeous to begin with. Oh, gee, um, thanks. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just the truth, you know. If anybody has oh. ever seen you, they would know that. <laughs> but um, 
it helps us feel that connect into our femininity, connect into our grace, connect into, well, I feel pretty. I want to be pretty. And then when we feel that way, we act that way. We look that we broadcast Mm -hmm. that emotion. My favorite combination is I wear a lot of moonstone and onyx and labradorite. Mm-hmm. I will. I, mm-hmm. Those are always the stones I'm attracted to. And those are fantastic. So, like I said, labradorite is a cousin of um, moonstone. Mm-hmm. It is also a feldspar. So I look at lab um, as moonstone, the feminine, the yin, mm-hmm. sunstone, the masculine, the yang, and then labradorite as the balancer. Ah. Oh. That explains the, a lot. The, the, <laughs> yes, right? The I need a lot of that balance. balance the, <laughs> right. It is incredibly protective. Um, it helps you sense out without feeling everything like a moonstone does. It helps you sense what is going on and paying attention to things and to be more protected and shielded and connected. I, I want to point out here, though, that each stone has its generalities of what it is used for, what has been uh, through time and ages, what people write about it. But please remember that everybody is an individual. And because we all have our own individual stories, like a book, Uh each page is different. Each chapter has its own information. And not everybody's chapters are going to be the same. Right. Um, Remember that different stones might work slightly differently for some people. I have met people that can't hold certain stones right. because they're they're very out of balance in that area in their life. So it's okay as long as you start learning and paying attention and seeing what you need and to work with those first. Okay. So that's where it's important. But Labrador is a wonderful protector. Uh, it's absolutely gorgeous, all those peacock colors and it oh, ranges. Yes. The purple sheen being one of the rarer colors, which <laughs> is one of my favorite, of course. Yes. <laughs> Right? Yes, I understand that. Right? <laughs> Completely. In all in everything you can imagine. Uh, I like all the weird, odd, funny, unusual, one-of-a-kind pieces. Mm-hmm. The odder, the better. It just makes it more unique and individual. That means its energies are going to be more specific. So if someone's attracted to a piece and and there's like 30 pieces that you're looking at of, of, say, Labradorite, grab the one that you're drawn to and the one that feels correct. And what I mean by that, if people aren't connected to what that means, is it's just the first one that draws your eye. You're like, oh, pretty. This is the one. That's the one for you. Or it feels a temperature change or exciting or there's a there's an actual physical response in your body when you're holding it. That's mm-hmm. the one that's ready to work with you. Size okay. is not the issue and the shape or whatever. Sometimes some people, oh, well, that's not the pretty one. That's mm. that's not the point. It's the one that wants to work with you and is in the frequency range that you're ready to work with. Yes. Understood. What are some of the stones you recommend most often to people? Are you most requested? Oh, yes. Labrador is definitely uh, one of them because of the protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody loves Moonstone because it's so pretty. Oh, it's yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, and it's called it's Rose Quartz, a big, big top 10 of those because um, it's pink. So we know that works with the heart because mm-hmm. colors are also a way to look at where it sits in our body frame. 
because you look at the colors of the chakras and that you can use that as an easy guide as to where it's going to work and how it's going to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, but rose quartz is good for the heart and it's best for us loving ourselves. No uh, one can love us. Nothing can work well if we don't love ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. When we love ourselves and we radiate, like we're saying, the, the radio frequency, we broadcast that we love ourselves, then it's so much easier for people to love you because you love yourself. Right. So especially these days, a lot of self-doubt, depression. What stones yeah. would you recommend for people that are going through those issues? Like I said previously, it depends a lot on the individual Mm-hmm. because of where the blocks or the life experiences have taken them. So that's something that I would um, recommend on an individual basis. But in a generality, go mm-hmm. and feel out the ones that feel like they're calling you. Or like we said, the Labradorite is wonderful, a uh, rose quartz, because, of course, it's about loving ourselves, and, and that's where we need to start, okay. especially nowadays. The Tibetan black quartz is mm. a very strong protector. And I mean on an energetic level. And this is what um, I think, especially um, since we've gone through this long phase of having to isolate mm-hmm. so much more than we're used to, learning ourselves and getting to know our own energy so that when we are back out in people and we are around other um, energies, we have to realize that we are in tune to them. Whether we speak about them like you and I are doing that. I feel them and I sense them or I see them mm-hmm. But everyday people who aren't aware that they do that. They do. Everybody is the radio broadcaster. Right. So Tibetan black quartz helps shield so that you can still sense and maybe see or be aware of the fact that maybe this person feels uncomfortable you or that one feels better or this space, mm-hmm. but you're not taking that energy on and it's not like attaching itself to you or you're carrying it around like extra luggage. Okay. So that's a really good one. Um, hematite is really, really wonderful one for uh, grounding in the sense of mentally grounding, calming and, and holding still instead of um, running, racing and running around or maybe mm-hmm. feeling that we're a little airheaded and we can't keep our mind together because there's just too much going on or not enough. So the hematite is, is really useful for that. How about um, black tourmaline? That's an excellent grounder. All the tourmalines are fantastic because the colors help at different levels. Mm-hmm. And any stone that ha- comes in multiple colors has worked through multiple levels of frequencies and usefulness. Okay. So the more color, and, and tourmaline is one that comes in many, many colors. The black tourmaline, also known as shroll, is grounding and protecting. It helps people feel safer because they feel more connected to the earth. They feel more centered in their body. They feel more, instead of scattered in all over the place, they're standing on their feet and connecting to the earth. Okay. And that will help them focus more and see what's going on around them or at least be aware to go, okay, I need to either leave this place or go somewhere else or just focus and center myself and realize this is not my energy. It's theirs that I'm feeling it, but it's not mine. And to walk away. So that would all, that sounds like a really good stone, especially for mediumship. Yes. Yes. Especially 
Oh my goodness, yes. Um, especially with the Tibetan black quartz, because the um, where the black tourmaline does it so much more on a physical level of mm-hmm. sense, the Tibetan black quartz does it on a metaphysical, on a psychic level. Those are excellent combinations together. One that I love to work in that trio combination, the third stone would be an apophyllite. Apophyllite is, is a white stone, looks very similar to quartz, mm-hmm. although quartz has six sides, and apophyllite has four. So that uh, that's the main difference. It makes it very quick and easy to identify. If you just see a four-sided clear stone or white, it is an apophyllite, not a quartz. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're very lovely. And the reason I suggest that one is because it it um, elevates the frequency around you. Okay. Meaning, um, we we all talk about like dark energies or dark people or heavy sure. energy. And, and that's that's a lower, just like light and sound all have frequencies, mm-hmm. and wa- that's a wavelength that we see. So the the shorter the band, the taller the wavelength. That's a faster frequency. The longer the band, and so the the um, very slow undulating wave is a lower frequency. Lower frequencies tend to be denser, mm-hmm. heavier, and sometimes also equated to negative or uncomfortable. So because apophyllite raises frequency like the frequency band of a radio a higher number then you're also then encircling yourself with higher vibrations instead of lower ones okay that would make sense mm-hmm. so very helpful my other question is stones that are associated with your birth yes go through some of those with us because a lot of people say well my birthstone is this and my birthstone is that how do they how does that work does that actually do you find that actually working with people's personality so um yes i do okay and it's a very large question you just asked because of course i can't answer simply because <laughs> I'm always, I want to give details. So uh, bear with me here and I'll try to make it as, as refined and concise as I possibly can. Okay. When we are born, just like our astrological sign defines who we are, it is defined because of the energies and the frequencies that are coming to Earth at that time, depending on the alignments of the planets. Mm-hmm. Now, saying that, each stone has a different mineral, so it has a different frequency. Okay. We have different combinations of that individually depending on when we're born. Right. So those minerals that uh, – so my birth month is April. And please also distinguish that the birth month that you're in does not go with your sign because signs go in the middle of months from month to month and birth stones go for the month. So Okay. That makes it a little tricky and complicated. Uh, so that's where someone on, let's say, a cusp of a sign, mm-hmm. say Aries and Taurus, are going to find that one stone might feel stronger or more beneficial at, at one time than another. Because realize we also go through phases. There's like seven-year phases that we shift and change, and we're constantly renewing ourselves on a cellular level and whether we decide to renew ourselves in a positive way of growth and healing or not mm-hmm. also depends on what stones are going to work with us. I go through cycles of different stones that I work with all the time. I have like constantly from day one have, and some that I'm working with 
for a couple months or a year at a time. And then I switch. I'm like, okay, you guys are going to go there and rest and sit on the dresser because now I feel like, <laughs> well, please, they take turns. You know? <laughs> right. Because I know, like, even with my birthstone, it always says turquoise in December. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. tanzanite. Right. But I always thought it was so, a blue, what are those, blue aqua? The colors, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the unfortunate thing is also different cultures use different stones. So it depends okay. on which stone, which culture you want to use and the definition. And as we're also astrologically shifting things and we're in a very strong shift as a global yes. earth. That's all, as I see with astrology and with tarot and with other things, things are shifting. So please be aware to your own attunement that eh, maybe turquoise isn't really working and you're feeling more tanzanite. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, again, it's because of what you're working with and where you're at and the combination of things and the specific stone. It might be that you've touched a, a thousand turquoise and you're like, eh. But then, oh, my gosh, two days from now, you're going to go in and there's this turquoise and it's going to be screaming at you to pick it up. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is the turquoise I've been waiting for. Interesting. And I know that sounds nuts. And I know that it's not easy to give specific yes, no answers. But life is not a yes, no. It's not black and white. Right. It is a graduation of grays and pinks and all these other colors. Right. And I think. The more that we accept that and go, well, today I like this stone. I'm like, no, tomorrow I like this stone. It means that we're shifting moving. We The stones hold their energy and stay still. They're at a frequency. They, they hold. We, as human beings, do not. We're constantly in flux. That's why we will find that different things work for us at different times. You asked me to specify some of the stones of the uh, months, and I was starting with um, – April mm-hmm. is the beginning of, of the actual astrological year, yes. and it starts with diamond. Um, it happens to be my birth month. So, Woo-hoo. I know, right? <laughs> Girl's best friend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Many colors in those things. <laughs> oh, my goodness, right? <laughs> You're like I'll the rainbow. <laughs> well, if anybody's ever met you, they're going to see a rainbow anyway. <laughs> you come down the street and your aura is like, woohoo. Oh, thank you, Denise. Thank you. It's true. Um, what can I say? <laughs> uh, you know, I love it when we can be honest with each other. That's important for everyone. Um, You're an envy I, I of all, all auras colors. walking down the street, sweetheart. <laughs> well, isn't that, yes, that's so beautiful. And then we can pinpoint like, hey, you know, you're looking a little gray there. How can I help you? What can we do today? Let's, let's clean that up. Let's clean that up. So um, the point being that Yes, I feel a connection to that stone, like to diamonds. Mm-hmm. Please also be, and then this is a, a good one to use though, because, okay, diamonds themselves, a lot of people are like against them and don't like them. And, and the, the stigma between, behind them and comes from how they're manufactured, how they're, they're gotten out of the earth, all the industry, which is a completely different story from the stone itself. Right. So realize that because the stone itself is not greedy or malicious or mm-hmm. is not enslaving African children to go dig it up. That's not the stone itself. Right. 
So that's human doing that. So the stone itself has lovely qualities. It's very empowering and clear and, and concise and sharp to the point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's how it relates to that month and that personality. Yes. So I enjoy wearing it because it it makes me feel more at home at, at who I am. Uh, just like when we hang out with people with our similar signs, we feel more comfortable because it's almost you don't have to speak. You understand what the other person's thinking. When I hang out with Aries friends, we get each other. It's it's just quick and easy. Yes. Also, when you hang out with uh, the similar signs, meaning like water signs or fire signs, let it be Aries or uh, Leo or um, the other. Sag. I'm now, I'm Sag, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I know there's Me. another one. <laughs> <laughs> Sag's friends are going to slap me for that one. <laughs> That's right. I have a lot of Aries friends, by the way. I know, right? I'm surrounded by Aries. <laughs> because we're comfortable. Yeah. That's the thing. We're comfortable with that energy. Fire energies are comfortable with each other, just like water and earth. And that's another thing to pay attention to is realizing who we are and why we are and then why we're attracted to certain stones. So we're going to perhaps if we're feeling a little too fiery. We might need a little bit of an aquamarine or um, an ipapura quartz is a very specific quartz that grows in water Mm. and is in a water cave. And um, sometimes people don't feel stones, but I had this wonderful experience where this woman who had never felt stone, like sensed their energy. Mm -hmm. I have her held an ipapura quartz Mm -hmm. and she actually felt it. It was so exciting for me and her. It's so neat to see someone actually first experience that and feel it. So with mm-hmm. that specific kind of quartz, you can feel the water, the waves, the the motion in when you hold the quartz. So sometimes we need to feel that or the earth, the ground, the very hematite grounding solid. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, ah, so there's so many different factors in that. And, but our birthstones are there to help us feel stronger within our unique individual persona. Gotcha. And they do help. They do help. Absolutely. So I, I recommend that anybody, whatever sign you are, you get a stone from that um, for that month for yourself because you will feel that it helps you feel stronger in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love birthstones. They're fun. What is May? May is emerald. Oh, beautiful. Uh, very beautiful, very loyal. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I like it for uh, if if one is to still use wedding bands, uh, it's a very loyal stone. It induces loyalty and faithfulness and camaraderie. Very passionate stone. And as you can see, it is normally emeralds are green. Not that all of them are, but mm-hmm. the green emeralds associate with the heart chakra, the color green. Okay. How about yeah. would it aid in healing as well because of the color? Healing of the heart, yes. Yes, it would. Um, always, like I said, another stone that is incredibly wonderful for healing the heart is dioptase and diopside. They're oh. both uh, a different kind of green, and they're <laughs> very um, powerful in healing. Again, whichever one you pick or if you need something with the heart depends on what is going on and what situation is where it stems from. 
say that it stems from childhood, then you want something that is joyful and going to help your child sense feel safe. Um, If it stems from heartbreak or if it stems from not voicing things, I think it's really important to understand and look at yourself and see what's going on. And sometimes it's very hard to do that for ourselves. It takes a lot of practice because we all need to work on ourselves. And of course, society says we have to work for somebody else. Yes, exactly. But what um, I do with with the Sag partner, actually, Mm -hmm. is that she and I use stones in a grid, in grids, meaning Mm -hmm. setting them in, usually it's a square, and then you set them up in a pattern. And we use them on a underneath a table with a healing table to with Reiki and Junshin mm-hmm. to help move the energies that maybe are stuck in a person in different parts of the body. And that helps things flow energetic like you would understand um, acupuncture helps things flow. Mm-hmm. The same idea, just using stones as an added benefit to assist in that. And what stones do you typically use in those? So um, there are always the um, amphiboils, which is a quartz who has different minerals in it mm-hmm. because it connects with the angelic realms. We, of course, would use um, grounding stones, stibnite and um, the hematites. Mm-hmm. And we surround with selenite mm-hmm. and apophyllite. Um, I spoke about apophyllite, selenite is another white stone. It's the stone that is in Mexico, the cave in Mexico called the uh, uh, Cave of Crystals Yes, that they found. That's what selenite is, although we don't use stones quite that large. <laughs> right. There, and you can't get those wet, can you? Don't Correct. They will, because right, it is a they salt, it's, they will melt, so to yes. speak. They just, yes. I have them in my windows. Yeah, the sun is fine. Um, you just don't want to get moisture or wetness on right. them. Um, like halite is actual salt as well, and that will disintegrate or melt mm-hmm. actually with water. So there are different things. So we were talking about rose quartz, and you're talking about a window. There are some stones where the sunlight will actually diminish the color in them mm-hmm. as rose quartz because it is quartz with minerals that make it pink. The same with citrine or with amethyst. Mm-hmm. So those are not good to set in a window that gets consistent sun all the time. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to keep the, the density of the color that you have of your specimen. Oh, yes. Then a lot of those stones are breathtaking. How about June, their birthstone? Uh, June? That one should be. That one's Ruby. Uh, I always, I know this sounds ridiculous. I always thought rubies were sexy. I don't think that's ridiculous at all. Rubies are very sexy. It's a passionate red color. I mean, everybody uh-huh. associates red with passion. Either whether it's fiery or sexual, it, it's passionate. It's oh, yeah. It's strong. It's vibrant. Um, absolutely. And it's a very um, prominent stone in the Asian Indian mythology and in their stone mm-hmm. work. They they work with the the precious stones mainly being the ruby diamond sapphires and, and such Interesting. but they're just beautiful yeah they are Rubies are very protective there is um a combination that is actually a really interesting combination to put like in a windowsill mm-hmm. that works 
for um, protecting against other entities or things that would come in, which selenite is good for that and, and a lot of the other ones I mentioned. But a, another triple combination that we found works really well is ruby with carnelian with chromium in quartz. Hmm. Um and that, uh, where I'm, all of a sudden, I just went off track. My apologies. That's okay. <laughs> I understand. And, I'm a Sag. I understand right? that stuff. <laughs> I'm being surrounded by all the stones, and they're all talking to me. And I'm like, wait, one at a time. Hold <laughs> up. Everybody gets a turn, right? They're like, me, me, me. And I didn't mean chromium in it. I'm calling that's another green one, but I meant uh, chloride. Okay. Chloride in quartz. My apologies. Chloride in quartz is green also in it and is an excellent stone for pulling out things. Um, I've had Reiki practitioners use it in on their sessions and either have the client hold it or under the table. And you can see the stone darken as they're pulling out things such as uh, mm -hmm. severe cases of, of cancer or AIDS or whatever they're pulling out of the body uh -huh. because it is, again, a frequency it pulls it out and you can see it in the stone. So it's the chloride in quartz with the carnelian with the uh, ruby that that trio on a windowsill helps shield against things coming in a room. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah, so that's there's all beautiful sorts of little in the things. window. Yes. Yes, it is. I, I like them. Mm -hmm. Sorry about my bird. She is continuously talking just I so, think she has lovely things to say. Yes, just so people <laughs> out there know, if you hear something in the background, it's not a ghost. I swear, it's my 23-year-old parrot, Maggie. She's my 23-year-old <laughs> rescue that I adore. And if I'm in the studio recording, she always has something to say. So, As she should. <laughs> oh, yes. She either loves me or she's saying, oh, oh, or come in or calls me Mabel. Either one. Mabel, that's fun. That's my new name now, Mabel. <laughs> that's interesting. It's yeah, not Dee Dee, it's Mabel. <laughs> okay, how about July? Oh boy, you really, so I don't even have, oh, you're testing me here. Oh, and oh. my brain. <laughs> and all that, between me and the energy of all the stones in the room. Yeah, and you know, it's so funny to not have them memorized, but there are so many other things that seem more important than memorizing, you know, stones or which ones, <laughs> <laughs> which ones go with what? <laughs> yeah. What goes with what? What? Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm telling you, that's too fun. So that one I'm, and of course, you know, can you find it when you're looking for something? Of course not. That's a fun but why yeah. you look for that? I have been in Mara's home, everybody. She's got the most beautiful crystal and stone collection and plants I've ever seen. <laughs> I walked they in like there and I other. felt like I was in a temple. I was like, oh, I hope she never comes to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I try to grow plants. I really do. I love them. Aww. They are wonderful. They, they, they're living beings and they take their own oh, yes. course and they need things as well i can raise a bird but when it comes to a plant i try so hard i think i need like a crystal in the middle of them <laughs> so actually it's funny you say that um there are uh, one of the crystals that's really great to put in your plants instead of having a hard time is green moss agate oh yeah i'm yeah, gonna get me green. some of that then yes it's really pretty but it helps them um grow 
Okay. It helps them get some strength. Um, I always do that if I see that a plant or I'm trying to rehabilitate one or start one mm-hmm. from a seedling or something, I put some of that in there and it's amazing. It makes a huge difference. Green moss plus, agate. Yes. Plus it does help to love them and speak to them just like you would your bird. They like oh, that. I love them. They just look at me and run the other way. I- <laughs> it's okay. You know, funny you say that. My other sad friend actually has the same problem. So ah. maybe... Maybe it's a Sag thing. I don't you know. know. But I'm going to get that me would... some green agate is what I'm going to do and put it in every room <laughs> near all my plants. Every room. Let's see if we can possibly <laughs> get you to grow some. That would be great. Oh, my gosh. Plants see me so come in. They're like, no, please, not right. her. Right. Don't pick. No. Go away. <laughs> Go. Shoo. Right, they turn and look, try to look uglier. So, like, no, don't pick me, don't pick me. <laughs> and you know, that's the one I usually pick. <laughs> right, right. It's like, darn it, shoot! I thought I could figure this out, you know. So, <laughs> no, I'm actually trying to look through all these books, and I only had a few of them in front of me, and of course, none of them that have it are speaking. But oh, another thing I'd like to bring into account is just because there's so many facets to all of this to any part of life like it's not black and white is also the shape of crystals has mm-hmm. a lot to do with how they feel and how they work with different levels uh, that's the atomic structure and that will have a lot of different sense of what they're used for how they work and whether they're what element they're connected to again if you're wanting to work with earth elements very grounding mm-hmm. or um you know air very thinking and processing uh, water with the very emotional. So there's uh, a lot of those, and those are something to look into as well. And then, of course, how they're formed. Huh. So I don't know that I've actually simplified. I think I just enlarged it. But if you delve into any aspect and start looking to where you feel drawn, that is the most important part. Where do you feel drawn to start and go there and dive in and enjoy? Um that's, I think, the best thing to do. See, I'm really envious of the next birthstone. It is June, and it's Pearl, Alexandra, and Moonstone. Uh-huh. How did they get all three of those? Um, again, like I said, it has a lot to do with which culture and where they're from, and things get added. Um Something that I find through reading and information on different levels is Mm -hmm. that depending on who wrote the book and where they're coming from has a lot to do with the information. Uh, Please realize that any any book is someone's opinion. So birthstones change from book to book. Not as much because people will listen to what other people say. But uh, if someone's sensing, oh, this stone really doesn't seem to fit for me, I think this – or if they're also either channeling or listening or working in combination with feeling out which one speaks to that month mm-hmm. or the energies of that month with the planets, do realize that there are cycles uh, small cycles, large cycles, and lo- ancient long cycles that come with planets and everything mm-hmm. that they can be tapping into a very short cycle, like growing cycles or just like cicada cycles. Uh, you know? 
How about the man-made stones? There are man-made diamonds, Alexander, um, all those type of man-made stones. They still resonate the same energy, don't they? Are they going to resonate? So there's a lot of controversy. Different. That's a lot of controversy. Um, Because, so they're the same minerals. Okay. Right? Same minerals. When they, those minerals are in the earth for thousands and thousands of years with pressure, with release, with pressure, Mm -hmm. with release, with shift, with uh, tectonic plates movement, with water coming above ground, going back down ground. All those shifts create the energies in that stone. That's why when you feel different ones, they will actually feel slightly different. It'll be the same Mm -hmm. stone, but the energy of it will be slightly different. Also, Ah. depending on what part of the country it comes from, you will sense it. So as when you are creating them by hand, yes, you say minerals and you put pressure, same ideas, but the time factor, although it's not done overnight, there's still Mm -hmm. some time needed. The time factor is very, very different on how they're created. So I have personally felt some that almost feel void. Like I could be holding a piece of plastic and it's felt the same. Mm-hmm. There's not to say they're not pretty. And if you're just looking for the color, the flash, the gorge at a, a better price, fantastic. You have your piece. Okay. If you're looking for the energy, then you don't. Understood. But also on that is that I have held um, – I personally met someone who st- did a lot of quartz that he started from seedlings, uh, a Russian man. And actually, I think because of the detail and the energy he put into them, I do work with some of his stones, and I do like them. Again, that's an individual thing. If Depending on where we come from mm-hmm. – and here's – and I feel that throughout this whole interview, I haven't really been – I haven't given a, a yes or no or precise answer because I don't believe there's so much precision or black and white in any of this. Yes, I can say, okay, these are all amethysts, but they're all going to feel slightly different. And depending on whether it is a natural point, mm-hmm. a faceted point, a generator, a sphere, uh, an egg, or is it shaped into a, a Merkaba? Depending on any of those, it's going to change it somewhat. So I think just like we're all individual, so is every uh, crystal or stone that you pick up as an individual Mm -hmm. item. I hope that – I'm sorry. I didn't mean – the thing is we need to learn to listen to ourselves and Mm -hmm. and pay attention to the guidance that we have from within us. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people have lost. Absolutely. You know, because of work and busy schedules, nobody really listens to them themselves. You know, it gets complicated because, for one, we were not taught how to do that. It's mm-hmm. not just listening to yourself. Well, that's really pretty, and I deserve that $10,000 diamond ring. <laughs> sure. I mean, I think at some point, some days we all feel that, right? Oh, well, who doesn't once day. in a while, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's not listening to our intuition. That's not listening to our gut feeling of what we need. Yes. And that 
is a different feeling. It's a different emotion and it comes from a different place because it comes more from our gut, like our gut, literally from the stomach area, which is our solar plexus, which is our will. Mm -hmm. And learning to listen to that takes practice. Something that we need to be taught since we're children to go, does that feel like the right way to go? And then looking and learning by each individual example, should I go down the dark alley or should I take the, the, a slightly longer walk in the sunshine? Yes. And then, you know, what does your gut say? And then you experience that and it's like, ah, the gut was right. The sunshine's the better way to go. Yep. You know? Yep. I've had three people in the past two weeks ask me about amethyst. Mm. I find that really interesting because I never think about amethyst. It's not a stone I often think about. Mm-hmm. So for some so reason, people must want am amethyst right now. Yeah. Um, amethyst works with the crown chakra. That's a higher one. Oh. It helps us connect with our source. Um, it helps us open our crown chakra. It helps us work with that. And I do feel, excuse me, because a lot of people are staying at home much more and we have to, mm -hmm. and there's more solitude that if we're in the place of starting to think about, well, what am, what is life about? What do I need to know? What, you know, if you're not busy constantly with the schedule, mm -hmm. you come to that place. Well, let's start asking some more important questions. Why am I here? What am I doing? What is my purpose? Mm -hmm. And amethyst, because it opens up the ch crown chakra helps you connect to that, but it's also very calming and soothing and satisfying it's um for it helps to have better sleep it helps mm -hmm. to calm nerves usually children that are maybe a little anxious or nervous uh, holding amethyst helps them hmm. or any person not just a child of course right um but it's very soothing ah uh, now i'm getting soothing. it mm -hmm. yeah so and it's also i mean if it's been very recently it's also the birth zone of february Oh, very that one true. I didn't remember. So that could be part of it as well. <laughs> it could be. It's just come up in conversations over and over with me. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm not. A I, I mean, I have a lot of stones, as you know, but yes, I'm not an expert like you are in what each stone means or the minerals or where they come from. If I like a stone. It could be the smallest stone in the pile or the biggest stone in the pile. I just go with the energy of the stone. And that's perfect. I think that's perfect. I don't know that anybody's a true expert. I think we should always be learning. Always. Oh, yes, definitely. What are your top 10 favorite stones, Marta? Okay. Ah. So I love apophyllites. They're just they're Ooh. so happy and zingy for me. I right. love them. What color are those? They are clear. They're clear. They're the four-sided ones that look like quartz but are not. Okay. Then I love Herkimer diamonds, which is a type of quartz, not a diamond. Also a clear, mm -hmm. but it comes from Herkimer, New York. I huh. love those. Yes, that's the that's why the name. Love sure. them. Love them. Um, another stone, which this is a black stone. It's also a four-sided stone. So this is interesting. I want you to take notice when I was talking to you about structure. Four-sided stones are going to be more earth-centered. Mm -hmm. The geometry is going to be earth. So being a fire sign, I need earth to support me. So oh, yes. There's some information of why this, this all relates. So this other stone that's black that's four-sided is 
Agerine. It's it's a very odd, very un. Uh, it's not a popular one, mm-hmm. but I love it because it helps move energy. I've used it um, especially when there's a a sudden injury or mm-hmm. a pain, a hurt, not a chronic, but something that's happened relatively new or that's just started. It's wonderful at moving it. And it, it's just a dear friend of mine. I just, I don't know. I love the sense of it. Oh, interesting. I better look into that one. Yeah. It's, it's well, <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever it calls to you. And, and I just love that. Another one that I absolutely adore is the Amphiboil Quartz that I spoke to you earlier, which is a six-sided quartz, and it has a, a, a large collection of minerals in there. And technically, they don't know all of the minerals in there, but I know iron's one of them, and there's which so it has a red to orange and white coloring inside the quartz. Usually, in striations or like streaks or like somebody splattered paint inside of it. Huh. And I love that because that one connects with. Uh, angels and deities, like like higher beings, very protective and and very important. Yes, I I think so. Anyways, for the work that I do, I think it's very important. Yes. Yes. So another one that I find very important for work is one that can take on several different forms is pyrite. Mm -hmm. It's another grounder. I prefer it it's one of my preferences over like hematite or black tourmaline, although I do use them, but pyrite um, is grind grounding and protecting, not grinding, but <laughs> <laughs> grounding, grounding and protecting <laughs> and shielding. And I just, I love the metallic look to it. And it also comes in cubes sometimes. Gotcha. So I love that, that earth shape. Okay. So, um, Moving on, another one that I really enjoy is peridot. I have mm-hmm. a odd relationship with that. It's this wonderful lime green. Um, it grows only in small pieces. It never grows in large, huge, mm. like it doesn't even come in like a two-inch uh, point or anything. It just It's a very small, but it's such a lime green Pretty. pungent. It's the... And I remember now it's the stone for August. Mm-hmm. It's Leo's birthstone for some Leos. But it's very nice. It has an interesting energy. For me, I find that sometimes it plays well with others and sometimes it does not. It does yeah. need to be cleansed. Uh, another important thing about stones, they do need to be cleansed mm-hmm. like just like we do. Um, sun works for some of but not all of them. But moon, moonlight works for oh, all the stones because yes. it won't damage any of the stones. I love moonlight for stones. Every single one, because even water you can't use like on selenite, like we were talking about. Right. So, moonlights and, and full moons are a great time to put all your stones, even on a windowsill. It does not have to be like outside in this freezing weather because they will crack. Mm-hmm. But on a windowsill where the moonlight can shine in on them. Yes, I do that all every full moon. And they will feel so much better and energized and happy, happy to work with you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes. So another one is there's a couple ones here. The next two are ones that my I just they're so powerful to me. They're very very so stones have just like we have like age ranges of some that are a newer finds and still they're not like you know ten years old. It's they may right. have been found that just recently like ten years ago, but or more recent they've taken hundreds of thousands of years to to form. But some of the ones that are thought of as older or more ancient are new mm-hmm. 
which uh, is one of the Nordic stones, and astrophilite, mm-hmm. which is another one. And these two I say together because they're both, um, they look like dark stones, and they have flashes of color Ooh, in pretty. them. Very pretty. But not like, like a Labradorite will have a flash and a sheen as you turn it. Mm-hmm. These will also have, but they're also, they're more like little streaks, like maybe stars flew across the sky and got captured Ooh. in a picture. That's beautiful. They they really are. I, I love them. Um, they, again, are very high frequency and connect to um, the heavens, mainly ancestral old things and um, the stars, kind of like saying stars maybe in not to freak anybody out but more like aliens or out stars like astral okay kind of connection and again please remember that we all connect it to different things in different ways but those are the generalities of how i work with them okay then citrine citrine's wonderful it's a solar plexus it's one of the ones that do not need cleansing so we just talked that all stones need cleansing except for three three oh. that are really wonderful that are the citrine, mm-hmm. the carnelian, and the kyanite. Okay. So those are three that um, they don't necessarily – you can put carnelian with other stones to help clean them. The other two, kyanite is really helpful to cleanse the chakras and align them, align the chakras okay. in our body, the energy bodies. Citrine is just really wonderful for the solar plexus chakra. And it's just such a happy, vibrant, yellow it's pretty. color. It's so pretty. It's very it's so pretty. pretty. Uh, and and being a solar sign that just you know resonates for me. Yeah, a lot. I like that one too. Yeah. Pretty. And um, I'd have to say, I guess on the top ten, my last one would be the lapis lazuli, mm. which is um, it feels so ancient. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Egyptians used it in in so much of their work. It is sodalite that has pyrite in it. Again, showing the pyrite that I love pyrite. Mm-hmm. And it is a very intuitive. It helps with the third eye. So, again, if you notice, most of the stones that I work with that I enjoy, although I love every single one, mm-hmm. no matter the shape, size, or uh, formation of it, those are some of the ones that I work with all the time. Amazing. So knowledgeable. They really are. They really are amazing stones. I'm just going to go pick friends. you up and bring you here. And every time I pick out a stone, I'll just take you out of my broom closet. I'll just go, oh, yeah, and that's this. And that's what you're going to use it for. And, oh, look, if we get four <laughs> of them. <laughs> I'll be like, it's a lot of fun. Yes, they're they're so beautiful and they're so calming and they have so many meanings is why I love them. And the energies, especially doing spiritual work. They really are so helpful. Absolutely. So helpful. Tell people a little bit about yourself, Marta. Tell people what you do and how do they get a hold of you is the most important thing. You're so knowledgeable <laughs> and such a joy. I've had I've had two or three readings from you and I always thoroughly enjoy them. They're always a oh, highlight. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. I'm glad. Um I feel it is my life course to present information and to be a a channel and a medium and a converser to people mm-hmm. to help them get information that maybe is harder for them to tap into. I work out of Yellow Springs, Ohio. I have a studio there where I do tarot card readings. I do what we call um, with the other person I said, the Sag, mm-hmm. soul cleansing. Mm-hmm. 
which uses the stones and the energy work that we do to help move energy in our bodies. And um, I, I do, with the throw and all that, I do channeling of beings. And I, I've mentioned astral. I work with ancestrals, whoever comes in mm-hmm. to work with the person that's there that needs to hear whatever their ancestor information is, an ancestral line, whether it's also past lives. We have uh, information that we carry from past lives, and some people say that we're all living time all at the same time, Uh or it's all dragged out. So that's a big conversation topic right there. But whatever it is, we do have past lives that have information for us. And that is also where we carry a lot of our... um, problems and pains and ills and blockages because of something we did not process or finish with in that lifetime. So I work on helping someone through some of those blockages, which everyone's already to do that. Uh, the way to get a hold of me is I'm on Facebook on Cosmic Core Cleansing. I'm also at CosmicCoreCleansing.com. Okay. Uh, email me that way. Um, and... I can be found at phone number 937-750-8292. And please, folks, give her a call. It's amazing what she does, and she's such a joy. So, you you know, get a hold of her if you have any questions. And if you're ever in Dayton, Ohio, there's a beautiful little town there called Yellow Springs. And it's worth a drive and a visit to have lunch and go have a reading from Marta. I it's can't a fun wait. little town. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I will be down there probably hopefully late spring and hopefully when things start to reopen more. And then yes. I can come when see you. When the weather's you. a little bit nicer. <laughs> <laughs> then I can come have my yearly reading with you. <laughs> I would love that. That would be fantastic. Mara, you're Some such a joy. Some are meant to be kept. <laughs> yes, you're such a joy. And I'd love to uh-huh. have you back on to talk about past lives. I would enjoy that very much. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marta. And please um, keep in touch with me and I will keep in touch with you. You have a great evening. Thank you so much. Thank you. The pleasure has been all mine. I appreciate the opportunity. You're welcome. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. Good evening. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Because the subject tonight was about stones and their healing properties, I'd like to tell you about a wonderful young lady named Sophia at Wild Moon Dance Accessories for every season. She makes these wonderful bracelets with the stones of your choice. You can reach her at wildmoondance on etsy.com, and she's also on Facebook and Instagram. Please look her up. She's also on my Facebook page at DD Moonflyer. So give her a look up and buy a bracelet. Email her anytime and tell her what you'd like.